This is Jeffrey Aaron. Welcome to today's Flying Talkers. They say the cream rises to the top, and that expression is evident all around as a soft end of summer evening Oktoberfest in Frankfurt, Germany, brought together the most important transportation partners on Wednesday, September 18th at Anglerheim Morfelden, located in a bosky dell quite close to Frankfurt Airport. With Ingo Zimmer and Dagmar Hanau hosting ATC Oktoberfest 2019, that included more than 800 guests from all over Europe and from destinations far and wide. Here come the Indians, part two. We continue our four-part exclusive series as leading freight forwarders of India look ahead to autumn 2019 and the beginning of 2020, noting impact of USA and China trade war. Finally, as a postscript to that big D-Day gathering earlier this summer when more than 40 DC-3s returned to the skies above the coast of France and Normandy, we journey to Bernay in Normandy and relive some World War II memories through the eyes of a child. That's all today, so stay tuned. And thanks for joining us. This is Jeffrey Aaron. Welcome to today's Flying Talkers. We're reporting tonight from Morfelden, Germany, where we're here for the ATC Oktoberfest party. But first, some news. Quote, looking at the 2019 business climate currently in place, ATC sees in some countries we are slightly ahead and elsewhere a bit lower than we would like. Tonnage average overall is somewhat the same as last year, but yields are lower. Without a doubt, the challenge is a tough business year, so we remain on our toes and close to our customers. We think the best surprise in this climate is no surprise. We have an exciting plans and business contracts underway toward final agreement as we continue our expansion in the month ahead. That's Ingo Zimmer, CEO of ATC, talking. We're pleased to say that Air Astana has joined the ATC family and are at our party tonight. Aristana is the flag carrier of the Republic of Kazakhstan, based in Almaty, where it operates scheduled domestic and international services on 64 routes from its main hub. Everywhere in the world we serve, ATC is made up of not only experienced airline people, but many of our executives, myself included, Ingo said, started in air freight forwarding industry. We work strenuously to train our reservation and customer service staff to recognize the value and importance of the freight forwarder. The result is ATC is especially sensitive to the demands and expectations of fluctuating markets and their effect on shippers and forwarders, down on the ground, down where it matters, shipment for shipment. We know what the forwarder's expectations are because we speak the language of the forwarders the airline's biggest customer, Ingo said. Well, they say the cream rises to the top, and that expression was evident all around as a soft end of summer evening Oktoberfest in Frankfurt brought together the most important transportation partners this week on Wednesday, September 18, at Anglerheim Morfelton, located in a bosky dell quite close to Frankfurt Airport. 
with Ingo Zimmer and Dagmar Hanau hosting their annual ATC Oktoberfest, they greeted more than 800 guests from all over Europe and from destinations far and wide to attend this annual rite of passage celebratory event. Ingo's greeting to the gathering was short and sweet as he proclaimed, quote, this typical Bavarian feast is to thank you, our customers and colleagues. Our greatest pleasure this evening is being with you to enjoy this very special time together, end quote. Gathered together for fun and frolic in traditional dress and under a gaily lit Ferris wheel that spun people aloft in the night, once again, a grand tradition, the ATC Oktoberfest, was the place to be in Frankfurt Air Cargo Society this week for an unforgettable evening. There was great food, beer, music, ladies in dirndls, and men in lederhosen as everyone took a step back to celebrate the air cargo harvest of 2019, such as it is, with Pied Piper Ingo Zimmer and Grand Marshal and hostess extraordinaire Frau Hanau. Dagmar and Ingo, it should be noted, thought of everything. As a cool breeze settled upon the Dell venue, heating lamps were ignited and soft blankets were in evidence. After, after all, it's fall right now. People, But people were comfortable and quite relaxed. ATC is a family fraternity, no doubt, and everyone in their embrace is treated with care and attention, is our thought. In the quiet forested setting, ATC arranged dress-up portrait booths, a coffee cart, and a shooting gallery. There was even a contest that offered therapy from everyday tension by pounding a nail into a log with a shot of Jägermeister as reward, served as a greeting for the group that gathered around the beautiful small lakeside for the evening frolic while music filled the air. Inside the comfortable Morfelden Lodge, a place where the fishermen gather, is a place and a table with a small sign that pays homage to its inhabitants with a lyrical dedication table for fishermen, hunters, and liars. Well, there was only good feeling here, a buzz of excitement and a palpable collective release of everyday concerns in the air as the evening filled with friends, good food, and music for a party that, although scheduled to end at midnight, like a movable feast, just kept on giving, lasting well into the wee small hours of the morning. From a series of gaily decorated tents that encircled a traditional German beer garden setup with colorful tables accented with bright cloths, small vases of flowers and baskets of pretzels came heaping plates of local delights, including traditional Bavarian fare, roasted chicken and Weisswurst and Leberkäse, potato salad and other delicacies. All the food was delicious and sumptuously prepared, but special attention must be paid to the heavenly mushrooms that filled plates this special evening, grown in the hills around Frankfurt and harvested at this time of year alongside various sweet and dry white grapes that make the Riesling wines. The steaming hot cooked mushrooms served rich and bubbly simply can't be beat. Presented in a cream sauce that to our taste is simply out of this world, the mushrooms achieved star quality and were outstanding on the plate as a meal all by themselves. And of course, wherever you turned, there was great German beer and local wines, plentifully perfect and always within arm's reach. But look, check out www.aircargonews.com for some personal observations of this particular uh, evening. We talked to a lot of people and the celebrants we spoke to shared the feeling of this 
very special gathering with you as well. So take a look. The end of summer is a good time to take stock of things as winter approaches and to say a simple thank you in a relaxed and simple atmosphere to the people who support our efforts that mean so much to us. Ingo and Zimmer summed up the evening declaring, this old Oktoberfest gathering for all of us at ATC is a celebration of the people and the community that we work with and we admire daily, said Dagmar Hanau, ATC marketing manager. Welcome Wuklikheit. This is Jeffrey Aaron. This is Jeffrey Aaron. As we continue our story, Circle the Wagons, Here Come the Indians. Part one was broadcast last week, featured Keshav Tana. And today we have two more leading freight forwarders from the subcontinent, Cyrus Katkara and Shesh Kolkarni. We invite your comment as we talk about business as it's going forward in, in India. Cyrus Katkarni is a par partner in Gina. Gina has over a hundred years of experience in supply chain logistics and is today spearheaded by the fourth generation of its founders. It is the largest Indian freight forwarder in the global market and consistently ranks in the top three logistics companies in India. So are we going to war on trade? Actually, Cyrus said, it's too premature to expect the tangible impact of US-China dust-up over trade so soon. There's typically a three to six month product cycle from inquiry to shipping when capacities exist. In case capacity has to be created for increased order, Cyrus says, the cycle can get stretched. But it's evident that exports out of China have been impacted and its benefit to India depends on how quickly and cheaply we create the additional capacity to fill the vacuum. India's competitors such as Vietnam, Cambodia, and Bangladesh will also be looking at pitching in to fill the gap, Cyrus says. It's important that the government keep a keen eye on the developments at this front and create favorable business environment for financial support as well as regulatory efficiency for capacity creation by private players. These are the indicators that inquiries are increasing. Manufacturers on one hand to compete with other countries with much cheaper labor available, and on the other hand to supplement their capacities to meet additional demand. The queries increased form US are mainly in product line of toys, footwear, apparel, and engineering goods. For all of these, we do have significant capacity in India, but the export demand has to compete with domestic demand, which itself is huge. So export incentives, ease doing a business reduction in manufacturing and logistics cost will be key to success in grabbing this opportunity. But the impact so far, Cyrus says, has been negligible in the dust up between the US and, and China. Quote, India's exports to Hong Kong are negligible to be impacted by the unrest. Imports from Hong Kong actually originate from mainland China and the goods are in transit at Hong Kong. Except for a couple of days when the airport operations were impacted, there hasn't been any visible impact on the import freight services, Cyrus said. It's going to be a sluggish year all around. And volumes, I have to say, are best 
flat. Our volumes would remain flat, though we did make up for the loss of volumes with some key buyers by adding more customers. All of this might have been mitigated a bit if support to exports by the government was not so limited. So Cyrus is taking issue with that, but he also says we need to have a more detailed study analysis of cost of manufacturing and logistics in India versus competing com countries in Asia to design our policy to ensure the price and quality that can beat the competition. From current trends, 2020 looks like it's going to be flat. However, the trade war between U.S. and China, if prolonged, may throw some surprises if our policy and export promotion programs are conducive to seizing that opportunity. Well, with great thanks very much at this point to uh, Cyrus Katgara, this is Jeffrey Aaron. Flying Talkers podcast is made possible by ATC, One World, One Global Air Cargo General Service and Sales Agent, GSSA. ATC is your key to the air cargo market, both local and internationally. ATC is the best air cargo team in the business. This is Jeffrey Aaron. One of the great things about reporting on aviation and air cargo is the places you visit and the people you meet. Recently, on a trip to Paris, we spent some time in Normandy, in a small town of just 10,000 people called Bernay. Bernay is filled with ancient, beautiful 15th to 18th century homes, and the downtown area is exquisite for its period architecture. Bernay on the Norman coast is one of, one of the liveliest and local populations with wonderful markets on summer weekends, the cozy pubs, the warm-hearted, friendly people that inhabit this place are irresistible. You also get the feeling, looking at the beautiful aging buildings and the unique architecture, a fragility of this town that a 40-footer driving through at 60 clicks would cause most of the buildings on Main Street to collapse right into the road itself. Of course, no big vehicles allowed, but you get the picture. The French, to their credit, know what they have, and they're out to protect not only the heritage here, but also their unique and envious lifestyle. Based in a former 16th century abbey house, the Municipal Museum of Bernay houses some fine art collections ranging from antiquity to the 20th century. Bernay's Musée includes archaeology, Egyptology, French, Italian, Flemish, and Dutch paintings, and a superb collection of ceramics from Rhone that's considered amongst the finest in France. Near to the museum, the 11th century Abbey Church of Our Lady, a superb example of Romanesque style, contains some beautiful sculpted capitals. In Bernay, the old half-timbered houses in the town are accentuated by the picturesque forms that line the streets of Rue Tiaris and Rue Gaston Velope. Here in Bernay, history is alive. Although the Bernay coastal area of Normandy in contemporary history is much remembered for June 6, 1944 and the Allied effort to free Europe, 
Its rich and colorful history dates back to Roman and Norman times. Joan of Arc is buried in Rouen, less than 20 miles away from Bernay. Just a short distance away, we came across a bridge on the River Real. Might have been the first bridge too far during the Second World War. In Bernay, there's a small private airfield that opened in 1934, seven years after Charles Lindbergh electrified France and the rest of the world, flying solo, all by himself in a single-engine monoplane, New York to Paris. The story well told. Today, operated by Aero Club de Bernay, the airport that once served as base for the German Luftwaffe, who built a hangar here and some barracks that are still in use for aircraft and related storage, has found a new life as a flying school and a private airport. It's quiet, except for some occasional private flights and, of course, an active flying school, as I mentioned, teaching people how to go aloft. Anne Lee Florick is the chairwoman of the Flying Club in a place that recalls the early days of aviation, right down to a big, friendly golden retriever that greets everybody heading into the pilot's lounge. In Bernay, we also spoke to Claude Cardin. Today at 78, Claude doesn't remember much of the Second World War, except what his parents told him about that time when they lived here in the town of Brion. What he does remember were the squadrons of fighters zooming about the sky and bombers that were sent to destroy the bridge that spanned the river Real of Brion. Quote, the aircraft came in waves again and again, and my mother and father and my siblings were aware of the conflict, although we were safe and never felt threatened. I remember one day when the bridge was gone and some homes of the town in Brion were also destroyed. There are many examples of time in Normandy that perhaps might be well forgotten, but I guess that's a war. But it's an indelible memory, even for a three-year-old. I've gone back to my former home in Brion many times over the years and looked at what used to be and thought of those days. But in 2019, I have to say, for all my years, this is a magnificent place, just superb. We have a very active aero club for private flyers and training for the next generation of aviators here in Bernay, where I live today with my wife, Madame Azra, and where we raised our two children. Every once in a while, there's an event with formation of aircraft here that at time reminds me of those days long ago. I also think about all the people who sacrificed themselves so that liberty, equality, and fraternity, the color of the flag of France, could continue to lift our lives and that our children were able to be born into freedom, Claude Cardine said. Well, thanks for that, Claude, and thank you to the people of Bernay. Truly a wonderful and miraculous place that we encourage our listeners to look up next time they're hey, in the neighborhood or even perhaps in Normandy, which is a place many Americans visit. Much, much worth the visit and revealing some incredible culture. And by the way, in the summertime, those Saturday markets in the morning are out of this world. This is Jeffrey Aaron. Well, that does it for our broadcast today. That was fun, wasn't it? Thanks for joining us. Thank you for your time this time. Until next time. This is Jeffrey Aaron saying keep them flying.
air cargo. Goodbye. Speak to me. Good, Lulu.